Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Mother Far From Home podcast with me, your host, Rachel Norman. If you desperately need a common sense, down-to-earth perspective on how to mother well without losing it, living in constant stress, or needing to escape your life, you have come to the right place. Okay, y'all, so today we are going to talk about how to handle super bossy kids' bossiness behavior, whether between siblings or you have a child who's just bossing around all their little friends. We're going to talk, we're going to dig into this. We're going to talk about the whys. We're going to talk about how you can handle this whenever it's not happening right now. And then also tools that you can use when the bossy behavior is coming out and you're witnessing it, what you can do then. So to lay out the basics, ultimately, super bossy kids are often problem solvers with a lot of aerial thinking skills. They might feel kind of overly responsible for others or they want to be responsible for others. They can be helpers by nature or they're trying to mimic mom. This is all the stuff we're going to dive into. So about a year ago, I had a friend write and she has a daughter who is in the, I think, third grade and then another one who's going into kindergarten. And she was like, Rachel, what is going on? My older daughter is so bossy. My younger daughter, it's like she's a mini mom. She is wanting to tell her what to do, tell her not what she shouldn't do, all kinds of stuff. And she said, it's, it, it's getting to be where, I mean, it's always been noticeable and maybe it was a little kind of cute at one point, but now it's like, this is kind of something else is going on too much is too much. It's happening too often. So what should I do? And I loved this topic because I have myself, I have five kids, a daughter and four sons. And I can see that this often happens with the oldest kids. So I'm going to get into that a little bit more later. But I thought, oh, girl, you know, I can talk about this. This has been going down at our house. And here are some of the things that I have done that helped. And I do want to say that while my child who was tended to be the most bossy um, through using these strategies, it rarely happens anymore. And she will actually catch herself as she's starting to do it. So I want to encourage you in that way. Now, kids can be kind of bossy. Now, I'm just using the word bossy. I don't know if that has a negative connotation to you. I don't know, there's some kind of other words that we can use, but I'm trying to sound academic or clinical here, people. Do you know what I mean? I'm in my like t-shirt in my office. We're just talking straight up like you and I. We're at the coffee shop. So I'm going to use the word bossy. So kids can be bossy for just a lot of reasons. I mean, really, there's a lot of them. So I'm just going to list some of the most common. Of course, this isn't exhaustive, but one of the one of the key things, one of the things that I've noticed if somebody is like, my child is bossy, it's very often the oldest child. Okay, so birth order. Birth order really does affect family dynamics. It affects a lot of things about us. So often it can be the oldest child or it can be if there's, you know, if the oldest child is is one gender and the next child is the other, it can even be the second child if that has uh, that that child has certain personality traits. But birth order can be because the you know, the oldest child, they done did this, you know what I'm saying? They've been down this road. They know what happens. They know how to tell their sibling what should go. They're, they're warning their sibling. They're like, "Look, this is what you need to do. It's going to go well if you do this. You do this." I'm here for you, you know? So the, the birth order really does, it plays into it, okay? So you you might have a younger child that's bossy too. But if it's the older child, 
We've all been down this road and that is very common. Another reason kids can be bossy, and this is my favorite because moms don't really see this, but when, once you see it, you can't unsee it and it helps you get on your kid's side. So the main thing here we want to avoid if we have a bossy child is being like, you are so bossy, everybody's going to hate you when you grow up. Like, we want to step back from that. We want to not do that. Okay. Even if we feel like that, or I myself, because I have always been bossy. I was an only child. And we joked that I would go to my friend's houses and I would play with their best Barbies at their own house. I was an only child. So I just was very self-centered, self-centric. I didn't even think it was being mean. Like it literally didn't even occur to me, which I guess this is the definition. I didn't see it, you know, until later. And now I look back and I think, sheesh. So we want to make sure though, that we're getting on our kid's side when we deal with this. And so one reason that is very common, especially with the girls who are bossy, and I have a girl who's bossy and I have a son who can tend to be bossy for different reasons, which I'll get into next. But girls can be bossy because they want to mimic mom and they want to kind of act similar to how mom acts almost as a way of connecting with mom. Like, oh, mom, I know you wouldn't like it if he did this. So I'm going to stop that, you know, or, oh, mom wouldn't like it if you get that kind of cup. Uh, or you don't eat, don't eat in the living room. You don't have your snack in the living room. Like I know mom wouldn't like that. So think it could, could it be that your child is trying to do these bossy behaviors? They're trying to help you. They feel a bit like a mommy assistant. So it's not so much that they're trying to lord these powers or over their siblings, but they're sort of trying to connect with you by helping to the things to happen that you like and by preventing things from happening that you don't like. So this is a way for you to get on your child's side instead of being so frustrated. Ever feel worried you aren't as connected with your child as you'd like to be? I have an easy tool to help you feel that connection. The connection that is already there, of course. I've put together 50 plus fun and interesting questions to ask your kids. They'll get you laughing and you'll learn a lot of interesting things about your child and maybe even about yourself. Go to amotherfarfromhome.com slash connect to get your free printable. That's 50 plus connection questions that you can use in just times of bonding, one-on-one times, even times in the car. So again, you can get it at amotherfarfromhome.com slash connect. Another reason kids can be really bossy is because they're natural helpers. They see what needs to be done. They see the gaps that are happening and they're just going to fill them. It's like, did anybody feed the cat? People, everybody's just walking around the house like nothing's happening and the cat hasn't eaten. Somebody needs to feed this cat. And, you know, so sometimes natural helpers, people who naturally see these things can be a bit bossy. And now this is how one I have, as I said, I have a daughter who can tend to be bossy and a son My son who can tend to be bossy is the middle child and he's a natural helper. So we have some birth order going on and personality. And because of that, he truly does see things that need to be done that other kids don't see. And so he, but he doesn't want to have to do them all just because he sees them all. So he will try to delegate or he will get very frustrated if nobody else does it because he's like, I don't want to have to do everything. Why are you guys over there playing? You know, there's sheets that haven't been folded or whatever the case may be. So the natural helper um, vibe, desire can lead them to do this. 
And all of these things, of course, cross with their personality. So that is another thing that can lead people to be bossy. Some people are just more naturally assertive and bossy than others. It's kind of like you and, you know, and I used to, I am bossy. Okay. I'm an only child. It's just is what it is. Okay. There's just a lot of factors. I'm an ENTJ. I have an Enneagram eight. I mean, it's just all the bad ones all together in a big explosion. So personality does matter. Some of your kids are just gonna feel like they're in charge or not that they want to be, but it's going to be, if there's a tiebreaker, they're just going to do it. I can remember many times go in college or when, you know, when you're young and it's just like a bunch of people all together and it's like, what are we going to do? Where are we going to eat? And I could let that combo go for like eight Mississippis. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to eat Mexican. It's like, I can't, I'm just going to pick nobody pick. I'm just going to pick some kids are like this, you know, and this can annoy people which is why we can tend to feel like it's a real problem that we have bossy kids. Cause we're looking forward, you know, I can look forward and say, I, it really annoyed people that I was so bossy or sometimes they didn't care, but sometimes they did. Or I was more dominating than was really healthy to be, but I didn't even know it. So I want you to not make those same mistakes I did. So this is still getting on our child's side. We're coming alongside them to, Teach them things we didn't know, I guess is a good way to say that. The fact of the matter is family routines make the home go round and they aren't just for the kids. I'm a certified baby and toddler sleep consultant, language of listening parent coach, and mother of five kids at one point in five years and under. If there's one thing that's true, it's this. Without daily routines and systems in place, life is chaotic, stressful, and anxiety-inducing. The only way to get our mom responsibilities done in peace is this, family routines. Simple family rhythms give you predictability, organization, and calm. My best-selling workshop, Family Routines Reboot, is a three-day challenge to creating easy, effective family routines that make family life peaceful again. It focuses on the whole family routines, child routines, and self-care routines. Visit a mother far from home slash reboot for more details. Again, it's a mother far from home slash reboot. So another, the last reason I'm going to kind of get into here as to why kids can tend to be bossy is, and it, this, this, we need to say this is some kids who are more anxious they really can want things to be done in a certain way and they might want to feel like they need to maintain some control over the situation so that they can feel okay. So it's not so much it's it, you and you can tell the difference between somebody who's just bossy like a sidewalk supervisor and somebody who was really kind of hovering helicoptering because they you know I, you need to put this toy over here, you need to make sure and stand there in the game, you know, and it's kind of because if things aren't done in a way that makes them feel safe, so to speak, then they want to exert a little bit of control over the situation. And that's why they may be bossy. That is going to have different uh, responses. And if, it, and if, you know, this is going to be validating the, their security, helping them to just feel secure and connected, making sure they have some power and control over their day-to-day lives in just in the little things. So that is, that is more coming from emotional as opposed to situational. So that would be handled a little bit differently. While we're on that note, while we're talking about this, something that is good to do with kids who kind of, you feel like they're taking on a bit more of a parental role is to be playful with them. I have a free printable on my website 
It's 50 plus connection questions. It's silly, fun questions you can ask with your kids that will lead to silly answers or joking or just lighten the mood and just really build some connection between you and your child in a fun youthful way. So you can get these free questions. It's a free printable at a motherfarfromhome.com backslash connect. That's a motherfarfromhome.com backslash connect. Okay, so let's talk about how to handle bossy behavior when you're not in the moment. So this is when you've said, okay, my child's bossy. I feel like we need to address it. We need to do something about this. And but it's it has it's not happening right now. You want to come and build a foundation of things that you can talk with your child about later. So the first thing I want you to do, if you want to sit down and and depending on the child's age, you want to have a talk about this. Okay. And the first thing you want to do is if you don't know this, this could get a little tricky if you don't know the reason why, but if you know why, I really want you to validate the reasons why they want to boss others around. Now this can feel really like, "Mm, (laughs) I'm not going to validate something I don't agree with. But this, this is a point where we can get confused about. We don't have to agree with somebody to validate how they're feeling. You're just saying, I see that you feel this way. That doesn't mean you agree with it or don't, you don't have to agree with it, right? So if you know your child's being bossy just because they know what needs to be done, you can say, I know, you know, I, I totally understand why you want to tell them you saw your brother doing the thing that you knew I wouldn't like and you just wanted to help. You just, you knew. So you thought, why would I let him? do something the wrong way. Of course, you knew you just wanted to help these types of things. So, or if you, if it's an older child, say late elementary or middle school, and and they're particularly bossy with their friends, you can say something. It might be like, I see that sometimes you just want to be bossy. You feel like everybody's just doing their own random thing and you just kind of filling that leadership gap. It seems like I could do that. Why not? So you want to make sure and validate them. You want to get on their side as you're talking about this, because when you're coming at a child, now we don't want them to be, I'm not talking about making them be snowflakes or whatever, all this type of stuff that we all want to avoid is, but you want to make sure you're not setting it up to be antagonistic between you and your child, because you're actually trying to help them process through this and come out on the other side where they don't feel like they're in charge of others because they're not. You want to get on their side. Ever wondered what it means to have boundaries in parenting with your own children? Well, I lived a boundaryless life. It did not turn out well for me or the kids. And I realized that I, like you, and every other mom on earth, has limits. We have boundaries, whether we've realized it or not. And we need to honor them if we want to live peaceful lives. I like to joke that while my book is called If Mama Ain't Happy, the real goal here is not happiness. For most moms right now, that's pie in the sky. The real goal, sad as it is to say, is not being depressed and wanting to escape your own life. So if that's you, if that's where you're at, grab a copy of my new book, If Mama Ain't Happy, Why Minding Healthy Boundaries is Good for Your Whole Family. You can buy the book any places books are sold. Or if you want to get a free copy of my Limit Locator and Boundary Building Worksheets, Google A Mother Far From Home, If Mama Ain't Happy, Choose the first link there at the top. The next thing that's good to do is to explain what it actually means to be bossy to your kids. So this is a word we can kind of use. And as they get older, you know, they'll understand it more. 
but you want to kind of give more specifics to it because bossy can has a bit of a negative connotation unless you're saying it jokingly and laughing. So instead of just saying like, don't be bossy in, if they're doing something, you can say, let's talk about what it means to be bossy. Okay. So being bossy, what do you think it means? And you ask them, what does it mean to be bossy? Listen to what they say. Who knows what they're going to say? Kids say the most interesting things. Then you can share what you think it means. You know, I feel like being bossy, it's kind of like when you sort of want to tell everybody what to do, even if you don't really need to tell them what to do, or even if sometimes mommy is there, because this is what I felt. My child would try to boss, but I was literally standing there. Okay. So I'm like, you know, it's okay. You can take a break, go to the break room. You know, mommy can handle this. So explain, this is what it means. You might even get them to talk about some instances. So, okay, let's talk about some specific examples and maybe even just think on this topic until the situation occurs. And then you can have a chance to actually hash through this. So this could be role-playing. What would another way you could have handled that be? And what I had to say with my daughter was, I know sometimes you want to say something. I can see it on your face. You want to say it so bad. You just want to tell your brother the right way to do it. You want to so bad. It's like you can't keep it in. And then this is sort of playful. And then she's like, yes, it's like, I have to say it. I have to say it, mom. You know, and we can bond on this together because I'm like, girl, I get it. You know, I totally get it. So you can bring all this around. Talk about what it means. Okay. Then you can ask, how would you feel if somebody was always bossing you, you know, besides mom, because when, because <laughs> your parents are going to boss you, how would you feel? Would it make you feel invalidated? Would it make you feel annoyed? What, how does this affect the relationship if you're always bossing somebody around? So you want to just talk about these things, ask these questions then, and this is really important. This is where I feel like the, the, the lesson carries through from when they're young all the way through up until, you know, whatever, all of life is talk about the line between where our individuals, theirs, mine, all of ours, our responsibilities end and where others begin. Your child doesn't have the responsibility of being the parent in the family. So they don't have to correct. They don't have to feel in charge. What is their responsibility? Hint, spoiler alert, it's themselves, not other people. And what isn't? So now now maybe they say, but I'm just trying to help. And that's okay too. But does the person want your help? How do they respond when you're trying to help? Is it really helping? And you can give some examples or some role play here because what can happen, you know, I'm not talking about a one-off, right? Oh, don't, you know, I'm not. We're talking about when somebody is serially bossy and is sort of really it and it's affecting the other relationships. Because if you constantly feel boss, certainly by peer, okay, kids are kind of used to their parents guiding and directing and instructing. But if you feel like a peer is constantly correcting or bossing you around, there's actually this feeling of being invalidated. So it feels like, oh, everything I say is wrong and you tell me why your opinion is better. Or, oh, Oh, the way I was doing it is wrong and the way you would do it is better. So you have to help them see that while they might feel like they're helping, it actually is, it is causing some breach in this relationship because the people are like, stop telling me everything I'm doing is wrong. I ain't here for it. So you need to help your child see that perspective because if they're the bossy one, they don't see it because it probably hasn't happened to them in that way. So let's go now to how to handle bossy behavior 
in the moment. So this is when your child is bossing around another sibling or you see it happening. Maybe they're bossing somebody around like at a church group or a social setting. This can happen. You know, some kids, we you, you can have a bossy kid at the park and then 10 minutes later at the park, they bossing all the other kids without the strangers around. Do you know what I mean? They're setting the game up. They're like, this is what we're doing, people. You over here, you over there, you over there. And now if everybody's cool, because it is true when there's a group of people, somebody will in the vacuum of leadership, somebody will often rise up. This is true. But you can tell when it's too much, when it's crossed a line, when others don't like it. And if you know your child hasn't, um, you might want to intervene. Now, there we don't want to intervene and rescue our kids from every situation. I'm obviously not saying that I'm majorly into not rescuing, but you guys get what I mean. Sometimes you got to step in. Sometimes you need to say, eh, this is an example of what we talked about. So one way to do this is to come up with a phrase or a signal. So my daughter and I made a signal that I would give if I was like, oh, she about to boss. She really about to boss my kids around. And I could or look at her and give a signal or a word or something to remind them, oh, I don't have to do this right now. It's not my job. Oh, so this can be a fun signal. Ask with them, what could be a signal that we could give once you've had the talk and out of the time that is actually happening, come up with a signal or a word. So this gives them a chance to pull back and stop bossing. You're giving them a chance without saying anything. You're just reminding them. It's like a cue. Here's your cue. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't boss. And this can work really well if you remember it. It's also, this is very connecting. So if you give them a signal and you're not having a mean face, it's just totally neutral face or even a smile, they feel that connection. Even the signal helps them feel connected to you instead of feeling like you're on the other person's side who they were going to boss around. Because then this gives this whole win-lose, them-me dynamic that goes down the wrong path. The next way that you can handle the situation in the moment is to validate their desire to help. So if you see a child sort of trying to rise up and boss everybody, you can say, thank you so much. You really wanted to help. I can take it from here. That's just a simple one. Or you know exactly. Or if you've, you know, I often have, I'll ask one child to do something and one and my bossy other son will run over and try to do it for him and, you know, try to get kind of you know, take a little bit of dominance there or show them exactly how it needs to be done. And I might say, you know, just how you would do it. I'm going to let your brother do it. I asked them to, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So you can validate their desire to help. Thank you so much. I got it. Or, ah, you were going to step in and help. Thanks for that. Whatever the case may be, just some kind of acknowledgement that what they're doing, you get it, you know, but they don't need to do it. Thanks. Do you feel like your days go by in a blur and all those things you meant to get done never really get done? The good news is it isn't because you don't have enough self-discipline or because you're just lazy. It's because you need better routines. I created some daily routine brainstorm sheets with lots of examples for routines based on your kids' ages that you can get free on my website. Go to amotherfarfromhome.com slash routine sheets that's a motherfarfromhome.com slash routine sheets and grab these free printables. So that's if they're kind of going to boss a sibling around. Now, if they're, you have another kid over and they're playing or you see this happening and unfolding where they're trying to boss in a friendship manner, in a game manner, you can, you can call them over and you can, or, you know, if you don't want to call them out in front of everybody, you could call them over to you and say, I know you really want to make sure the game goes well. Give other people a chance to decide. 
So essentially, you're going to validate their desire to help and the why, and then you want to state the boundary, which is like, but you don't need to do that right now, or but your friends can handle that on their own. So you want to step in and give them validation and then state what it is that you think needs to happen, the boundary there in that situation. And you want to make sure in these times that you have the positive energy or even just like a neutral energy. I'm not giving you the side. I'm not giving you an evil look. I'm not against you. This isn't some major character flaw. It's going to ruin your life. We're not taking it that serious. I'm not catastrophizing. I'm just like, hey, eh, I know you really wanted to help. I'll take it from here. And then you hold the boundary, which is they don't do the thing you're stopping them from doing. Okay, you just hold the line. Thank you. And then you keep holding the line. Over time, as you do this, this will help them begin to sense within themselves when they're crossing over doing this. Some kids honestly won't even know. They really will not know. And by doing this, you're helping them. You're helping give them a signal of when to stop. And this is like a really random example, but it's like the bedwetting alarms. Kids who wet the bed, they just sleep through. They don't even know what's happening. The alarms will go off if there's any moisture that says, wake up, wake up. Their brains weren't even associating the need to wake up with with uh, wetting the bed at night. So this alarm actually begins to help their brains associate wetting with waking. And then very quickly, they stop wetting because their brain has now put that connection together. So that's what we're trying to connect. We're trying to get our children to stop when they go into bossing. So they actually know what it's like. They know what they're feeling inside themselves when they try to do it. They know what it feels and looks like in a social social situation. So if you've got a bossy kid, look, there's a lot of silver lining out there. Okay, bossy people get things done. Bossy people are leaders. Bossy people see things other people don't do. This isn't something you want to, you don't want to crush the desires to help others out of them. So don't make them think it's wrong that they have this this uh, desire to help or that they have this personality trait, but you just want to support them in understanding what is their own responsibility and what is others so that they don't ride over others as they're going through life. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope this really helped get your mind, uh, you know, twirling or tinking or thinking or whatever happens in our minds. And I hope that you find some headway in this. And if you do make sure and pop over to my social media on Instagram or on my website and leave me a comment. As always, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. You can find me on my website, A Mother Far From Home, and on YouTube under the same name. If you like this podcast, I'd love it if you could write a five-star review and it'll help all the algorithms to get it in front of other moms who benefit from this encouragement. Until next time, keep it real out there, mama.